Love at First Sight still exists. It's available at your local shelter. This June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more and see full terms and conditions. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you feel like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unk, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unk podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversation with Unk, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hell, I suck at dating. With Dean Ungler and Jared Haven, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey, welcome to a very, very, very special episode of Help I Suck at Dating. We've been doing this podcast for quite some time now. And throughout that time, uh, you have seen both Dean and myself be single. You have seen us both be in committed relationships from paradise. You have seen me get engaged, married, and have our wonderful little boy, Dawson. And now, on this episode today, October 28th, 2022, whatever episode it is of Help I Suck at Dating, we can say that Dean Ungler, Deanie Babies, is engaged to Kaylin Miller Keys. A round of applause, ladies and gentlemen. Yay! <laughs> Dean, how you doing, buddy? Congratulations. Well, first off, Jared, you look... 20 years younger right now. Oh, because I shaved? I don't think I've seen your cheek or your jawbones in five years. I mean, it's been at least that long. So we did uh, Batman for Halloween. So I had to shave down, really show mm. off the jaw. You know, got to gotta get myself into that Robert Pattinson mode. But this is not about me. It's not about yeah. me shaving or looking young or tired or dead on the inside. This is about you. <laughs> uh, Dean, dude, congratulations, man. It's awesome. You're engaged. Thanks, dude. You're engaged. You're a fiance. Yeah, yeah, no, we're we're engaged. It doesn't <laughs> feel any different, though, to be honest with you, because I've already worn the wedding ring for three years. We have already owned a house together for two mm-hmm. years. But don't get me wrong. It is beautiful. I am very happy to be engaged. Um, I know there's always been a lot of, like, questions about whether we just secretly <laughs> eloped and got married to each other. And so that's kind of why it's like, while I do feel different and happy and excited, it doesn't, I don't know, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like there was like, it wasn't as big of a step as a, like a normal relationship would have taken because we had already taken that big step, I feel like, you know? Yeah. So my first question to you 
is did you actually lose the ring or was that a whole lie <laughs> that you had? No, I saw people like commenting that I, I have lost it. I have lost the ring. I am going to find it. Uh, it's funny because I asked Kaylin with, I got like a cute little half carat diamond and like, like not in an emerald cut. Cause I don't think you can make an emerald cut, uh, ring that small. And asked Kaylin and I was like holding the ring up and she like leaned over and like put her hands on her knees and was like looking at it. And I wasn't sure if she was looking at it cause she wanted to see if it was like the ring that I claimed to have lost yep. or if she was just sizing it up or whatever. And I like felt kind of insecure. Like she was like staring at it. Um, and then sure enough, it was just, she was like taking off her ring that she was wearing so I could put that ring on her. But then she was like, let's take pictures of it. Uh, like we were on like the beach at sunset and I was like, I don't want to take pictures of this ring because I'm embarrassed by how small it is. No, don't be embarrassed. <laughs> but, I mean, you should be embarrassed. You lost the ring, not by the size of the new ring. Yeah. Well, I am. I am embarrassed by both things. And the new <laughs> ring is cool too. I was like talking to the guy I bought it from. He was like, yeah, once you find the old ring, you can just bring this one back and we'll turn it into like a necklace or something. So uh-huh. I've decided if I find the new, the old ring, then I'll get the new ring made into a necklace for me, obviously. <laughs> Would you wear it as a, w- that'd be kind of cute if you wore it as a necklace. Yeah. And then I was thinking too, instead of getting her an engagement ring, I wanted to get her an engagement necklace. That way we didn't have to transition any diamond at all. But then I was like, no, that's a little too abstract. I'm going to stick with the ring. I'm going to keep it a little traditional, I guess. What you could do is you could turn the the ring that you actually proposed with into a necklace, like you said, and have it be like a family heirloom. So if you guys decide to have mm. kids, you could pass that down and say, this is the actual diamond that I proposed to your mother with. And then this is the one that I lost. And this is the one that I lost. Five years. The, the big ass one is the one that I lost. So she wears, the mom wears yeah. that one. Yeah, mom, because she's not going to lose that one. Um, yeah, so that was how that all went. I, um, I, it was a fun hike. I, I want to get Kaylin on here at some. Yeah, I want Kaylin uh-huh. on here too. My question is, do you, for the, you did an eleven mile hike. Did you do that on purpose because you yeah. really wanted her just to be? It's the most Dean thing to have her be completely exhausted, sweaty, yeah. tired, annoyed at you, and then that's when you just turn it all around and propose. I figured I've tested her so much. There had to have been one final test for her. Yeah. So if she survives, she gets the ring. And she passed. She passed the test. Barely, though. There were times. There were times. I don't want to have her on this podcast episode, but I do want to have her on at some point in the future and have her like recount her experience because my experience and her experience are going to be very different. We So it's 11 miles, mm-hmm. and the weather was perfect. It was beautiful, sunny. Well, it was 22 miles, I guess. She's 22 miles? Because it's 11 miles in and 11 miles out. And so there's like a halfway point that you can hike to. So it's six miles in, you can camp, and then you finish the next five miles the next day. And so the first day we get it, we kind of start late because we had a couple things to do in the morning. And then we start hiking, and then we get to the halfway point, and we're like, wow, that was a tough day. But we're here. Let's cook some food. I cooked us up some sausages and some vegetables. It was delicious. And then we woke up the next day and started the next part of the trek. And that part is like the infamous part of the trek. It's called Crawler's Ledge. It's like a mile long track of like sheer cliff on one side. And I I personally thought it was fine. I didn't have an issue with it. I want to. I can't stress that enough. I didn't have an issue with it. Um, Kalen, on the other hand, the other party did have an issue with it. Yes, Kalen, on the other hand, uh, 
uh, was very angry at me for taking her there. She asked if we could turn around 55 times. And eventually I just started saying, yeah, let's turn around. If you want to turn around, let's turn around. And But she didn't. I mean, credit to her because she was crying. She was angry. She was cursing at me. But she stuck with it and she eventually finished it. Um so yeah, it was it was a it, it was a trying experience. It's, it, I was thinking too. It's pretty funny um, to make the person that you're going to ask to marry you cry on the day that you're going to propose to them. Yeah, Kaylin cried for like an like an hour that day. You want to make them cry, <laughs> but you don't want to make them cry out of pain and sheer sadness. You know, it's supposed right. to be happy tears that day. Right, and I did everything too. I like. I moved all of her stuff into my backpack, so she didn't need to wear a backpack. I walked ahead a mile, put my backpack down, came back with no backpack. That way I could like like spot her as she moved along the cliffs. Mm-hmm. I was doing everything. I was working overtime. I was trying to encourage her as best I can. But it was I mean, it was scary. There were scary points. I could see like I could see someone getting scared in those point in those moments. When you would say it was scary, do you think it was scary because they she could have died? Yeah, she could have died. Oh my god. You're an insane man. People die on this hike like semi regularly. Um This is the hike you chose? As far as I know. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. <laughs> it did look, the pictures look great. <laughs> we got lucky. So we did the, the the crawler's ledge section. It was perfect weather. If you cross it in like the rain, and it's all slippery and muddy. That's when it's really, really dangerous. But it's still like it's a, it's a body wide single dirt path, mm-hmm. and it's like as long as you just stay on that path, you're not going to fall off the path. And but I could see why, like if you're if you get a wandering eye and your eye wanders off to the side a little bit, and you can see oh there's a 200 foot cliff over here. If I make one bad step, then I could see how that gets in your head. Anyways, so we were doing that, and. I kept encouraging her. If she wanted to stop, we could stop. We could turn around. We could go back to the trailhead. We could find a hotel. And I was like, I was kind of, it was kind of like a reverse psychology thing. I was thinking, I was like, if I tell her we can turn around, there's no way in hell she's going to want to turn around. Mm -hmm. And there was like three moments where I was like, damn, she's really, she's, she's really pushing herself here to the, like, to the utmost, like to the full brink of what she can do. And I swear to God, I was like, she's going to ask to turn around. And I would have had no choice but to like turn around with her and we would have gone back and figured something else out. But um, I do, I like, I did want to give her as much credit as possible because it's easy for me to do stuff like that because I'm not scared of it, but it's much more challenging for someone that is scared of it mm-hmm. to still push through and then, and then do it. And she had no idea that mm-hmm. I was going to engage too. So, or getting proposed, I guess. So, um, like, she's just thinking we're just going on a random hike. And I, like, I'd be pretty pissed, too, if I was doing something that I didn't really want to do for some reason that I didn't really know, you know? A hundred percent. Did you have a plan B? What if she was like, Dean, I'm done. I'm turning around. We have to leave right now. Yeah, I didn't have a plan B. But when she started saying that she wanted to turn around, I started thinking of what a plan B would have been. And I don't think I really thought of anything good. So thankfully, there was no need for it. But so, OK, so on day, so we did th- three nights on the first day we hiked halfway and slept Mm -hmm. on the second day was the day that I planned on proposing. And so we finished the hike to the beach. We started kind of early that day at like 7am and then we got to the beach around like noon. And so I was like, great, I've got six hours to figure out where I want to propose, set up the camera, 
do the whole spiel, the whole proposal spiel. And Caitlin, fortunately for me, unfortunately for her, she, she was struggling. So she laid down in the tent for like an hour and took a nap and took some medicine. She had a headache and her legs were tired and all that stuff. And I was like, great, this gives me time to go out and explore, figure out where I want to do it. Because I had never been there before. I didn't really know anything about it. And walked around, scouted out the location. I was like, okay, cool. This is where I want to do it. So I go back to the campsite and um, she's like still struggling a little bit. I was like, oh, let me cook you some food. So we cook her some food. And then an hour later, it's like 3 p.m. And I was like, let's just take a nice walk on the beach. I found this really cool spot. I want to get cute pictures of us. And so she like walks down to the beach and I was like, go stand over there near that rock or like near those that rock wall. And she was like, you want you to walk all the way over there? I was like, walk all the way over there. You've walked 11 miles so far. What's another 100 feet? Anyways, so she goes and stands out there and um, start taking pictures. And then I was like, okay, hang on one second. I'm going to set up the self-timer. I'm going to run out there next to you. And then I like go out there next to her, give her the good side because we both have the same good side, which is pretty unfortunate for me. And... Uh, <laughs> You've got a good side, I imagine, right? Yeah, I like to be on my... I like to have my left showing. So do I, and so does Kaylin. Yeah, I think that's everybody's good side. Nobody likes to really? have their right... Why is nobody like this profile on their right, but everybody likes to have their left profile? You want to know what's funny? Even you just showing me those two profiles, I agree, your left side is your good side. Yeah, my left side is my good side. I don't know why. What is Ashley's good side? Uh, her Her left. Damn it. Yeah, her left, oh. because every picture, I was just thinking about pictures of her and everything she's on my left. So no wonder I don't like myself in pictures. I'm showing my poor side. Yeah, and you probably didn't even realize that she's always snaking the good side from you. Yeah, she just comes right up. We'll swap off. So like, if she's had the good side for a couple times, then I'll take the good side. Got it. But obviously, in engagement, she gets the good side. For this, I knew that I had to give her the good side. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight, and honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected, and another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much. With Pappy, he just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just and a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives, and not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives, and and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So, 
I, I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th. And the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black lead brand, we make room for another black lead brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing Black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies. The list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing Black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-lunch pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. So I ran out there and I was like, oh, I saw this TikTok trend where you stand facing away from each other and then you count to three and you turn around and it's like a fun, candid shot. And I have like the, just a self-timer, like just taking a bunch of a bunch of pictures every mm-hmm. every second from far, far away. And so we, she's like, three, two, one, and we turn around and jump. And then I was like, oh, no, 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 wait, we can do better than that. And so then I, we turn back around and I grab the ring out of my pocket and she's like, three, two, one, and we jump around and I was on one knee and I said, oh, my God. That's so sweet, man. It was pretty cute, I guess. I um yeah, I I did, you know, never thought this day would come. Never thought I would uh <clears throat> propose to Miss North Carolina uh on a beach in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. But uh here we are. Here we are. Here you are. So, know. what made you want to choose that beach because you never been there before? You just maybe saw it on pictures and said that's where I want to propose. Uh, it kind of worked out in a weird way. So we were in we were in Oahu like three or four months ago for a wedding, and we went to Kauai afterwards. And in Kauai, we did like a helicopter tour of the Nepali coast. And I've always my brother had done that hike like seven years ago, and he's always raved about it. So I got on the website and I looked at permits because you need you need to reserve permits for the hike. And there was a date window from October twenty third to October twenty sixth, and I was like, wow, that's really cool because. October 24th is a special date for me because that's like the anniversary of my mom passing away. Mm-hmm. And so I saw those dates on, we were like booking the reservation on the airplane as we were leaving Kauai that time for, you know, for three months in the future. And I was like, you know what, that'd probably be a pretty, pretty cool time to propose. And so that's just kind of how that sprung into action. Did you propose on the 24th? Yeah, I proposed on the 24th. That's cool, man. Actually, pretty cool, cool story too. So, so... 24th is the anniversary of my mom passing away. It's been 16 years. And every time I see a feather, I'm reminded that my mom is with me in some way. Every time I go and do something 
Uh, and there are feathers all over the place. So sure, like whatever, I can find a feather wherever. Um, every time I'm doing something dangerous, like rock climbing or skydiving or something, like if I'm rock climbing, I'll come, I'll be like scared in a moment and I'll like climb up a little bit and I'll see a feather to my right. And I'm like, wow, cool. My mom is watching me. I'm safe. And, or or I'm, or she's with me, so like I feel comfortable because I know she's here with me. Yeah. So I proposed to Kaylin, and I was like, "Oh, there's this cool cave over here. I want us to go just explore that and like hike around it for a little bit." And I like go into the cave to set up a picture real quick, and she's climbing up this little sand dune, and this perfect full fluffy feather just rolls right on by Kaylin's feet, and we and there was never a feather on this beach or on the hike up until this moment. The very first feather we saw was ten minutes after I proposed. And so I was like, oh my gosh, that's awesome. That's my mom saying that she is with us and yeah. that she approves of uh, of what we're doing. So I was like, that's really cool. So I kept the feather. Kaylin's got a, uh, for my birthday last year or something, she got me a little display case for a special feather, which is so random. Like who gets a special di- display case for a feather? And I was like, well, I don't have just a random feather that's so meaningful to me. I want to put it in this case. Mm-hmm. But now I do. Isn't that awesome? That is oh, awesome. She just got it out and she just showed it out. Uh, so yeah, so my mom approves. She is stoked. I'm stoked, and Kaylin is stoked. Um, but that's beautiful, man. That really is. That's cool. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty cool, I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it is. It's okay admitting that, you know. I mean, it's it's a heavy subject, and like to do it on you know that day. I don't know. It feels like almost uh, uh, certainly not. I mean, it's not my place to say, but uh, certainly not like a turning the page that's not what i mean at all but just like a really yeah um great moment for you uh right with your mom and caitlin yeah sure i i i appreciate you choosing your words carefully there not that you could say anything that would make me like offended or anything like that but uh but yeah it was a nice moment it, it you know it's it's always a hard time of year for me mm-hmm. this time of year because i always get really depressed because i just am reminded about how uh, I lost her a long time ago, and so I wanted to turn the the memory of this day. I wanted it to be more positive, and uh, I want to start associating that date with more positive things. And this was my way of doing that. And I, I kind of was thinking too, as I was like going down there, like there is a little bit of selfishness in that. Like Kaylin probably, all. I don't know though. Like Kaylin, I- I'm sure is is very happy and, and would have taken it on any day. And she loves being part of this, but I do, I do kind of feel like slightly selfish that I'm like using her to cheer me up because my mom's dead. You know, that's what she wants. I can't imagine Kaylin would ever want you to not propose on your mother's anniversary because you feel selfish. I, you know, listen, when you, go into a relationship you're in the relationship because you love the other person you want them to be happy and you want to be a part of the reason why they're happy and i think you proposing on that specific day i bet makes kaylin feel even more special yeah she did just wave her finger and she said no it doesn't make me feel weird at all uh and then i told her i was like i want to get married on october 24th next year because i don't want to be i don't want to have an engagement anniversary a wedding anniversary a first date anniversary I want a lot of days, to be bro. on this. It's too many. Do you celebrate all of those individual no, anniversaries, dude, Ashley, or do you just acknowledge them, dude? Ashley, like throughout the year, she'll be she'll be like, "Oh, today's the anniversary of when we first met." I'm like, "Oh, sh-. she's like, you don't remember?" I'm like, "No, I just 
There's a lot. There's a lot to remember these days. And then it's like, this is the day that we got engaged. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's that time of June, isn't it? Okay, that's great. <laughs> you know, it's like how many anniversaries and birthdays and holidays could there possibly be? And I, she, I told her, I said, we have one anniversary now. That is it. It is our wedding anniversary. That Your is the anniversary. anniversary. That's the day. That's the day we celebrate. We, you know, a nice little kiss being like, oh, we got engaged five years ago. Great. Love you. Okay, moving on with my life. And what is the wedding anniversary? August 12th. 11th. Ooh, so close. So close. <laughs> oh, damn, that was that close. That was good, bro. That was good. Uh, August 11th. So not to nice. talk about wedding, but you're thinking October 24th, huh? Yeah, but then I uh, I told Kayla that and she was like, well, we can't, do, we can't do that because next year, October 24th is a Tuesday and no one wants to go to a wedding on a Tuesday. I mean, there would be nothing more Dean than to get married, <laughs> to get married on, on a Tuesday. Tuesday. I would love that a good point. so much. You make a good point. Um, so maybe we'd just do it like the weekend before. I don't know exactly what we would do, but... Were you ever nervous? <laughs> Venues will be cheap, Easton said. Uh, were you ever nervous that Caitlin was going to say no? You are like, oh God, I'm really just taking her to the brink of sanity with this hike. She might just turn around and be like, I can't do this anymore, Dean. <laughs> she... she <laughs> like, no, I can't marry you. I didn't do a good enough job of putting into words how angry she was at me that day. She, I've never seen her so angry in my entire life. And she, like, I, I don't even know. I don't even know how to put it into words now. She was so angry at me. She, for literally an hour, an hour and a half through this sketchy area, I was just sitting there like, you've got this. Nothing can stop you. You're a beast. You're you're fearless, etc. Like just consistently like trying to motivate her to like either distract her from the scariness mm -hmm. of the thing that was going on, annoy her to where she's more angry at me than she is afraid of the hike that's going on. And like I don't have direct quotes because I think I have to mentally push it out of my head because I don't want to remember her that way at all. <laughs> but she she was she was just like why the f like just she was just losing and so when she was losing it during that difficult part of the hike i was like okay um like in my in my head i'm like well i'm gonna i'm gonna ask you to marry me in like four hours yeah so you need to turn this attitude around <laughs> yeah. yeah i need some more positivity from you okay <laughs> i was like i can't have my my fiance just being miserable like this and great like obviously she's not gonna be miserable like that forever for everything but I was like, you gotta, you gotta get it together, sister. Like, you need to figure this out. And then, sure enough, like, it was funny to see her, her, her growth uh, throughout the entire trip too. Because mm -hmm. like the hiking parts always suck, and she's always, she was asking me, she's like, so you just do this and you have fun when you hike? And I, like, I'm like, no, I hate hiking. Hiking sucks. But the fun part is camping after the hike or looking back on the whole experience as a whole after the hike because then you have a lot it's like a big sense of accomplishment but the mm -hmm. hiking part really sucks and so she was complaining not i don't want to say complaining she she was voicing her concerns um throughout the entire hiking portion but every time we got to camp she was smiling and laughing and you know eating her mashed potatoes and mm -hmm. just relaxing and having a good time it was it was just during the hiking that that really uh kind of threw her off the first two days and then the last two days she did really great but then we got to camp and i made her some food and she settled down and i was like okay cool now um now we can do this but but no there was never there was never a moment where i thought she would say no 
Although, like I said, when I when I got to Ania and I proposed, she took a long time to say yes. She took a real long time to say yes. Really? And I don't know why. I don't know what was going on in her head, but it took a lot longer than I imagined it taking. She probably had to think about it for a second. <laughs> yeah, she did. And so we were up in Lake Tahoe for my brother's proposal and we photographed it and my brother's wife tackled him on the beach because she was so happy and after the proposal after i proposed to kaylin i was like hey why don't you tackle me ross's wife tackled him on the beach Mm -hmm. you didn't even tackle me what the heck do you not want to marry me do you not love me as much as ross's wife loves him um but she made some good points she's a tiny little baby and she wouldn't even be able to tackle me even if she tried a million times no way um so yeah, so that's that's basically that's basically that. And then oh, and then we popped a bottle of champagne on the beach, Ooh, which was really lovely. So bachelor of you. It was pretty bachelor. I was thinking about bringing like one rose or something, but uh we had to do all our, all our grocery shopping in Hawaii the day before. Mm-hmm. And my backpack, my I'm I'm like a pretty strong guy and I think I'm I'm stronger now in terms of like my hiking ability than I ever have been before. Like, I can go further, I can go longer, I can carry more. And my intention this trip was to carry everything for both of us for the entire four days and three nights. And I, I fit as much as I could in my bag, and then she had, like, a little overflow in hers that weighed maybe, like, 10 pounds. My bag, I kid you not, weighed 100 pounds. Holy and sh- it was, like, by and far the heaviest I've ever had a backpack weigh in my entire life. Uh, and... We got to the campsite and I started pulling things out of it. And I like pulled this big bottle of champagne out, uh, this big bottle of spaghetti sauce, this bottle of hot sauce, this salt and pepper shaker, this bottle of olive oil. And I was like, no wonder my bag weighs so much. I have all of this, like these glass bottles. Cause I wanted to like, rather than use like dehydrated uh, backpacking meals for this trip, I wanted to cook us meals every, every time we ate. And the food was good. I, I, you know, I don't want to pat myself on the back too much, but I did a pretty good job. But it was so difficult because, like, the trails a lot of up and down through the like the coastline, mm-hmm. and it was, um, it was just really challenging, I guess, in that regard. But yeah, I don't know. I forget. I forget where I was going with that one too. I just keep going off on these tangents, and I forget what I'm talking about. That your bag was so heavy it was the heaviest you ever had. Heaviest I've ever had. And then I told Kaylin too. I was like, Kaylin, I could drop this bag ahead a mile, come back. I could literally throw you over my shoulder like a fireman and carry you along this trail. If you like, there was a moment where I was like, per, like seriously considering doing that because she was too scared to move. I was getting so impatient. And I was doing my best to stay patient, but I was getting so impatient. I was like, you have done this a million times. Just imagine like there's not a big steep cliff, cliff over here and you can walk on past it. <laughs> and she she understandably took her time. And I was like, I'm going to go drop my bag. Yeah, just pretend the edge of death isn't right there. I was going to put her on my, like I was going to give her a piggyback ride and wear her as a backpack because she weighed as much as my backpack did. And I knew that I could do it. But anyways, point is, it was the heaviest backpack I've ever worn in my entire life. Um, but at the end of the day, everything worked out exactly as it should have, which is pretty fortunate because, you know, obviously a lot can go wrong in those types of situations. So do you remember yeah, uh, what know. you said at all? Yeah, you know, I went back and forth on whether I should have delivered like a nice romantic speech as I proposed because you did. Yeah, I just wanted, you know, listen, I'm I'm a film junkie so i really wanted to make a moment out of it so i made sure that 
you know, I pulled it to the middle of the beach and then like gave this spiel of how I felt. But most of it, I didn't rehearse. It was more honestly just from the heart. Can you give us a quick recap on what you said to Ashley? Because I will remember it. I just want to remember. I honestly don't remember. I don't know. It was just more of, like I said, it was just stuff from the heart about how much she meant to me and, and, uh, you know, how far we've come and, um, you know, our hopes for the future. And that was really it. Uh, and then I remember afterwards only from watching it back. I don't remember saying it in, in real time, but apparently when I put the ring on, it fit her. And I said, just like Cinderella's slipper. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is so stupid. I'll never forget watching that back. I'm like, I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Oh, God. And in the moment too, you were probably like, damn, that was smooth. I don't remember saying it. Back. it. Do you Thank so you. do you you did you give a spiel at all? Um no, I didn't. I I wasn't nervous at all. Mm-hmm. But the reason I was able to not be nervous at all was because I had already pre-planned not to give a speech. Mm-hmm. Like if I know if I know she's going to say yes, I know what I'm supposed to do. I know mm-hmm. what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Then there's nothing to be nervous about. But if I were mm-hmm. to give a speech, and say things that I would have like probably end up regretting, like Cinderella slipper. Big then time I knew that I <laughs> then I would have been nervous, and so I was like, "Well, why don't I just not? Why don't I just cut the nerves out of it, and I just don't say anything, and I'll just let this sick second Plan B ring do the talking." Um. So so no, I didn't have a speech. Oh, okay. And you said, but did you ask her? Did you say, "Will you marry me?" I said, "Will you let me be your husband?" I did say, will you marry me? But Aww. I wanted to say, will you let me be? I wanted to say, will you let me be your husband? But I was like, uh, she's old school. She wants me to say, will you marry me? And Listen, so that's what I decided you've to you've done so many non-traditional things. Just give her this one thing. Will you marry me? I'm glad you said that. Very cool. So cute. And like I said, she hesitated. She took her time to respond. I was sitting there on one knee looking up at her. She was doing she, like she was jumping around a little bit. And I was like, are these happy jumps? Are they sad jumps? What's going on? Are you trying to jump away? Tell me what's going on. Yeah. What's going on here? And then I guess what she was doing was she was taking off her ring. So that way she could, Aww. I could put the ring on her finger. Um, and then, yeah. And then we went over that into the hike and found that feather, which was great. And then we went back to the campsite popped a bottle of champagne she was steadfast in trying to hire like a boat or a helicopter to come pick her up because yeah it's another it. 11 miles to get out yeah i get it there's a couple other people on the beach like like locals that live on the beach and i was like hey guys my girlfriend or my fiance is having uh some health issues she might need like an evac via boat or helicopter and they're like well we can do that but just so you know like a helicopter is a thousand dollars uh, a boat probably can't come and so oh and if you take a helicopter you have to go to the hospital because it's like an emergency service kind of thing uh, and i told her all this stuff and she was like i'm not going to go to the hospital that's so embarrassing and i was like okay well your only other option then is to hike out with me 11 miles and so she was like okay fine and so we hiked the 11 miles and i i'll i'll be honest i don't know if it was like the fresh fiance like pep in her step but the next two days she was an absolute beast she she was hiking like I was struggling to keep up with her. She was so fast. Uh, we got to the scary section again and we can blew through it. Like she she took an hour and a half to go 
a half a mile the first time. It took her 10 minutes the second time. Like she was a completely different person. That half cut diamond ring gave her special powers, bro. No. I, well, yeah, that too, obviously. But I was like, listen, you're scared going in on this way. I guarantee you when you come back this way, you're going to have like, you're going to have a lot less fear about everything because you've already done it and you've already, you're going to be excited about finishing. Mm-hmm. And she literally just plowed right through it. It was so impressive. Um, and and then we camped at the same campsite we camped the first night again and i made us a delicious meal of spaghetti and then we can't we hiked out the next day and that last day really sucked actually because it rained a lot the last day which was in hindsight a good thing because if it had rained the day before when we were doing the dangerous part then that would have been like pretty sketchy Mm -hmm. but it rained pretty hard on the last day so we hiked like for five hours in the pouring rain in the slippery mud um but yeah, we made it out, and then we went to a nice uh, five-star hotel. Nice. And took showers, and now we're here. Very cool, man. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another, and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I, I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black lead brand, we make room for another black lead brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing Black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. 
Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-lunch pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Well, congratulations. That's very exciting. Now you're fiancé. I am a fiance, but I still have an, a wedding ring on. So, yeah, you're pretty much a husband. You've been pretty much a husband for quite some time now. I feel like a fiance by title only. You know what I mean? Like yeah. nothing feels different. No, it's the same thing. You're still dating. And let me ask you this. Do I, when I go out places and like, let's say I'm sitting, I'm, I'm, uh, let's say Kaylin's parking the car and I'm getting us a table at dinner. Do I say, my fiance and I are yes. going to eat, or do I say my girlfriend and I? Fiance, you guys are fiancés. Is that what you did? Yeah. There's only so much time that you're fiance. You might as well take advantage of it. Yeah, it just it just kind of seems pompous to me, you know. Yeah, a little bit, but you might get like some free drinks out of it. Sometimes you're like, oh, your fiancés, you guys are engaged. Congratulations, first rounds on us. Oh, uh, when we checked into the hotel, um, I can't remember what the guy was saying, but he was like uh he's like he didn't even ask if we were celebrating a special occasion but i made sure to let him know that we just got engaged like two days before like praying he would upgrade us to like the honeymoon suite or something like that did it work and he didn't give it he didn't give a single fuck Uh, (laughs) bastard he gave us a free he did give us a free bottle of house champagne which was very nice hey there we go he probably does that to everybody um but that doesn't matter you keep using that fiance i guarantee one of these days it'll pay off yeah um wait till you guys are married and you say you're newlyweds, you're going to get everything for free. <laughs> and then what do you do after that? Then you just say, well, we just had a kid. And then you get everything for free. Um, Yeah. But then you start like not sleeping and then in constant state of anxiety and stress. So you're like, oh, it's cool that we got things for free. But now it's not cool. <laughs> now it's not cool. Yeah, but you've got a cute little baby to show for it. So I know. Nice. He's the best. And uh, he's dressing up for Halloween right now. So. He, um, it's pretty cool. He's awesome. But Dean, congratulations, man. So exciting for you and Kaylin. You and Kaylin definitely has to come on this podcast, talk about her side of the story. Cause I have a feeling it's going to be wildly different. Yeah. I mean, it, it'll probably be a lot more realistic. Yeah. You know, I know, but <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm excited to hear that tale. Yeah. She'll, she'll, she'll do it. Um, I didn't want to have her to come on this episode. I wanted to, uh, Maybe we'll have her in on like in the next couple of weeks or something like that. Yeah. But, but yeah, she, well, so she's supposed to propose to me now too. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. That was the deal that we would propose to each other. Is that still planned? I think so. She, she said my ring isn't ready yet. Uh, but she was so certain that she was going to propose to me before I proposed to her. Obviously that didn't happen because I've already proposed to her, but She's said before the end of the year, so she's only got two months, two months and a week left. Um, but we'll see how that goes, I guess. That's yeah, I forgot about that. Yes, yeah, so you guys have another proposal coming. I wonder where she's going to do it. I don't necessarily need one at this point. She's it would just basically steal my thunder from me for proposing to her. 
Yeah, overshadowing you, know I mean? you. Yeah, that would be a selfish move. <laughs> that would be a selfish move. I didn't realize how much power is bestowed upon you by being the one to propose. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you, like, you, like now Caitlin can't get angry at me or Ashley couldn't get angry at you because you're like, well, I just asked you to marry me and you said yes. So like, what is there to be upset about? Like, yeah, not like, and I'm talking like just like an everyday things like, oh, I didn't clean my dishes. Well, too bad because I've yeah. already asked you to marry me and you're marrying me. Yeah. You signed up for this. You signed up the dotted line. You signed up for this. Yeah. So who knows? But uh, we go to Galapagos tomorrow. Oh, today actually. And maybe you should do it there. You guys don't stop. Well, we'll be on the lookout for another engagement for Dean and Kaylin. Also, a quick shout out to Grocery Store Joe and Serena, who officially got married oh, yeah. the same day, which was crazy. The same day you guys announced, at least. Um, so crazy. It just shows that paradise rules them all. Um, so quick congratulations to two wonderful people, Joe and Serena. Wish you nothing but the what best. What about, um, what about, about the it. confirmed news today of... Tom and Giselle. It's just so frustrating and so maddening. And like people, it's people wonder, like, oh, what's going on with Tom? What's going on with Tom? It's like, really? You have to ask why Tom maybe isn't playing to the highest level he's used to. Like, the dude didn't play, he played okay last night, but it's like he knew he was signing the papers this morning. How could you even think about yeah. football last night? So, sucks. Uh, I'm, uh, I have a lot of strong feelings about this. Uh, that we'll dive into on a separate episode because we're leaving off on a happy note here, not an angry note. Um, but, uh, you know, as always, I'm Team Tom. I just don't understand if one one last parting piece of wisdom here. Yep. If the two most beautiful people in the world, the two most successful people in the world can't make it work, how is there supposed to be any hope for the rest of us? Yeah, love is dead. Love is dead. There's no hope for any of us. But, you know, hey, whatever. Congratulations on getting engaged. You know, that's cool. <laughs> whatever. Thanks. Uh, Thanks, man. Anytime. Well, make sure you guys tune in next week. We, this episode's coming out Sunday. Sunday, everyone. Happy football day. Uh, and then Tuesday, we also have our episode with Olivia Caridi, which is coming out. And then Thursday, of course, we have our caller episode as well. So tune in for those. And make sure you tune in next week where hopefully we all suck a little less. Dean sucks a little less now. Yeah, for now. Follow Help by Suck It Dating on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. On Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can celebrate an extra day of Black History Month with Walmart. This event is free and open to the public at two locations, Flatiron Plaza in New York City in Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's the perfect time to try, like, and share black-led products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. Love at First Sight still exists. It's available at your local shelter. This June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more and see full terms and conditions. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. 
In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.